Hello and welcome to episode three of the Wisdom Gateway. I'm your host Kerry Dalzotto, soul coach, healer and spiritual teacher. In today's episode we will be talking about cycles of the moon. Women are powerful keepers of moon wisdom and womb wisdom and in particular how the two cycles impact you as a woman. We will dive deep and learn about Grandmother Moon's energies and the energies of a woman's menstrual cycle and how to harness their energy for abundance and manifestation within your life. But firstly, I would like to share with you an oracle card to set the scene for today's episode. This episode, I will be using Denise Lynn's Native Spirit Deck. And the card that has been pulled forward for us today is Circle of Life. All things are possible. Stand in your centre and be open. The four winds are bringing your dreams to fruition. Embrace and accept where you are in the great circle of life. Bounty and acceptance are flowing to you. If you've had relationship or financial challenges, things are about to change. Your native spirit wants you to know the circle of life, called the medicine wheel in Native American traditions, symbolises a cosmology that honours all the circles of life. Those in Western cultures tend to see life as linear. However, those in Indigenous cultures see all life as a circle. And when this card chooses you, it's time to honour and cherish all aspects of the great circle. All parts of the journey have beauty and grace. There's beauty in the rising sun, just as there is in the setting sun. To only revel in the rising sun and demean times of endings depletes your energy. Choose what is and you become the master of the universe or at least your own personal universe. The journey. Create a medicine wheel for yourself. It can be as simple as creating a circle of stones that you place on your desk or make a circle of stones or pine cones that lay outdoors. As you place each part of the circle, hold the intent that you're honouring all aspects of your life. This oracle card is the perfect lead-in to today's podcast. Now let's get started on the topic of women and the moon. So sit back, relax and enjoy the journey. Most of us are aware and various research suggests that the moon has a profound effect upon us due to its gravitational pull. But are you aware that a woman's body and the female cycle are in fact connected to the moon and the earth? As women, we go through different phases throughout our menstrual cycle in connection with the moon and also the earth's seasons. And just like the moon takes about 28 days to circle around the earth, so too does a woman's menstrual cycle, which is approximately 28 days as well. 
And when we look back into ancient times, we were so much more aligned with nature and our natural rhythms. And it would be that each woman would menstruate under a new moon and ovulate under a full moon. And these days, there's a tendency for us to spend so much time inside under artificial lighting and other mitigating factors that our natural biological rhythms may be a little confused. And we also have set aside ancient rituals of gathering as women at this powerful time. But there's also now a research of some of our ancient ways and a desire to reconnect to our natural rhythm and the flow of life as a woman. If you're listening to this podcast and you're a woman who still bleeds, then I invite you to consider where you are in your moon cycle right now. Do you even know? There are many apps these days which are super helpful in allowing us to track our cycle, but it's also extremely powerful for you to tune into your body's own rhythms and start to notice when your energy level peaks and when it falls and how you are emotionally, what your dreams are like, how you feel sexually and how you feel about your body image and how your body feels internally throughout a cycle. Working with the elements of nature and noticing our natural rhythms in connection with the seasons is a passion of mine and it's also a topic for further investigation for a future podcast. But in today's episode, I want to bring awareness to you to the moon's phases and in general how we can start to notice and evaluate our own internal rhythms as a woman and the moon itself really is our cosmic guide. Now I want to also mention that it's still of great significance to notice your moon cycles if you have reached the time of being that wise woman or the crone archetype having reached menopause. Every new moon now becomes your moon time or what would have been your bleed. And I go through this in more detail, in particular with women who have received the rite of the womb with me. But I wanted to mention this here today because as women, we can harness so much from working with the natural rhythms and cycles of the moon from Menarche all the way through to menopause and beyond. The moon itself can be broken up into eight moon phases. And generally most of us take more notice of the full moon. So when it's luminous, bright, and all the hype that goes with it, legends of werewolves and higher crime rates and emergency department admissions, etc., all for rituals and releasing what no longer serves us. We then tend to look into the new moon as being another notable phase where new beginnings take place and planting seeds in the fertile soil of our soul. But there are actually six other phases of the moon that also hold importance, but are less publicised and they get a little less attention. But the more in tune you can become with the phases of the moon, the more in tune you become with your life and how to use these phases to your personal advantage. And I like to think of the moon as a rose starting off as a tight bud. 
and at the new moon and then it starts to blossom to eventually become in full bloom at the full moon. So as I mentioned before, we have the new moon phase, which is the dark phase of the moon, where we literally plant the seeds to birth our magnificent futures with a clean slate. So thinking of the tight rosebud just starting out, we're full of potential and our dreams are brewing. This is an intensively magical time for manifestation. And then we move into what's known as the waxing crescent moon with that rosebud just starting to open slowly and allowing you to have the courage and the faith to start exploring your ideas and your dreams. And it gives us a little nudge to keep working toward those dreams and what it is that we really wish to bring forward. We then reach the first quarter moon where we're literally starting to make commitments to the goals and visions that we planted at the initial new moon phase. And this is pretty much near the halfway point where the rose is really starting to open up. And it's also the time when we can often go into a little bit of doubt mode. Now ego starts to kick in, but it's also the time to really surge forward with our ideas if we're truly and honestly committed to them and allowing our ideas to take hold and become established. We then reach what's known as the gibbous moon where the moon is coming to a peak. The rose is really starting to blossom now and start to really bloom and in doing so our ego starts to really work over time. Can I really achieve this? Who am I to think I can? Maybe I'll just put it off for the moment. I've got a lot on my plate right now, etc., etc. This is the time when you're tested in strength and endurance to keep going. But it's also a great time to review your original plans and modify them if you need to. We then move into the full moon phase, reaching its peak. It's make or break time. The rose has bloomed and it's fully open. It's in its beautiful splendor and glory. Things have come to a head at this time and it's literally make or release time. Everything is being revealed. It's when emotions really start to come to the surface and our ideas, full expression is out in the world. It's also a great time for gratitude and also for forgiveness. Then we have the disseminating moon phase where the actualization of our idea comes forward and it can be seen where we can take a bit of a sigh of relief and let go. It's a time like when you've been organizing something really big, been planning for weeks and then the big event happens and then it's over and you flop and you just take in that big breath and sigh before starting to regroup again. This is the perfect time to rest and regather your internal forces. We then have the third quarter moon phase and it gives you a chance to go back and review the past weeks and see what's worked and what hasn't. And that rose that was in full bloom is also starting to shed 
and those petals are gently falling to the earth and we're starting to make room for new energy to come in again. And then we have what's known as the balsamic moon, the last part of the lunar cycle, surrendering to spirit within and allowing the final petals of the rose to just drop away. It's a time that our lessons and all the wise knowledge of the entire cycle is revealed and we move into acceptance and healing mode and moving into the mode of dream weaving. Again, as we head toward yet another new moon phase. So I encourage all of you to start staring up at the sky above you and start noticing the phase of the current moon and start to develop or enhance your personal connection to it. So this is where it gets super exciting as a woman because the phases of the moon and our menstrual cycles can be very much aligned. And while each woman's cycle may be slightly different to your neighboring sister, they follow a similar pattern. And by starting to become more aware of your own rhythms, you may start to see how your life can be enhanced by knowing when to slow down and to rest. And when you're at your peak and you can literally take on the world and bring your ideas to life and make things happen easily and effortlessly. So when we look at the seasons in nature, the new moon can be looked upon as winter, which starts on the first day of your bleed. And as I mentioned, in ancient times, the new moon was considered our bleed time. But regardless of whether you're bleeding on the new moon and ovulating on the full moon, I invite you to start looking upon your personal bleed time as a season of winter. Now, if you've reached menopause or you no longer um, have your uterus, you still hold the energies within your womb space and the new moon becomes what would have been your bleed cycle. So when you think about winter, we often think about cozying up inside, keeping warm, resting. Winter is a time of reflection, a time of silence and going within for introspection. It's a time of rest and renewal. And during the winter time of your cycle, it's a time where your body is much more sensitive. And so it's often a time when you're more psychically aware as your intuition is heightened. And this is the time where rest is so very important. And I cannot stress this enough as the energy you create during this time is vital to the month that follows. So if you can allow yourself to slow down, to pause and rest your body at this sacred time, you will reap the benefits in the following weeks ahead. So ladies, make the time to schedule in your often full diaries the time for rest, especially at your moon time, as this enables you to recover and prepare for the next phase of the moon, which corresponds to the crescent moon with vitality. 
In regard to the archetypes, this season and phase of our menstrual cycle is known as the crone or the wise woman, the post-childbearing years. It's also known as the queen archetype. And during this time, you may honour yourself besides resting by doing such things as perhaps having a luxurious bath or taking in nutritious meals that are made ahead of time. Basically taking the pressure off of ordinary life in some way, shape or form. The season that then follows is spring, the pre-ovulation phase and the crescent moon. So this is the week that follows after menstruation. So I invite you to think about the season of spring and what that means to you. Spring is a time of renewal, a time of increased energy. And in regard to your menstrual cycle, it's the transition phase between the darkness of winter, that being of menstruation, and ovulation, which is our summer phase. So during the time of spring, it's a great time to start new projects and start planning ideas as your thoughts have often more clarity and direction at this time. And our emotional states are generally in a more state of balance and you've got much more of a get up and go attitude and that feeling that all things are possible. So just think of the birds that are chirping, the sun's shining, you're on top of your game. It's a time that you may feel more social and want to get out and be seen a bit more and have some fun. And this is the energy of spring during your cycle. And in regard to archetypes, this season, the phase of our menstrual cycle is known as the maiden, the youthful phase of a woman's life. We then reach the time of summer and that of the full moon and ovulation. And it's a time where a woman's more fertile and typically more radiant, full of vitality and love. And when I mention the word fertile, it encompasses all aspects of life, from family to projects to work, personal life. Your sex drive is often heightened too at this time, allowing you um, to feel really good about yourself. And it's also a time of fullness thinking of fruit and abundance and that lusciousness. It's a time to say yes to all that life has to offer and all that you have to offer life. And in regard to archetypes, this season and phase of our menstrual cycle is known as the mother, giving birth to all of the abundance on earth. And after summer comes autumn. And this for many can be one of the more challenging times of the month and it sometimes gets a bit of a bad rap but it's equally as important as the other three phases and this corresponds to the waning phase and our pre-menstrual phase. Often our physical energy starts to take a bit of a dip here and it's a time where just like the season of autumn when the leaves on the trees outside are starting to shed and fall to the ground this is where we're starting to let go of all that no longer serves us. Sometimes our ability to concentrate and to focus also takes a bit of a dip and it's a perfect time to start looking within to our needs, our fears, how we may move forward. And it's also a time that our shadow self starts to awaken and we face our inner critic. 
but it's also a time to shine a light on all that's really important to you. You truly get to know yourself during this season. And it's also a time where we can often feel sexual desire heightening again. And in in regard to an archetype, this season and the phase of our menstrual cycle is known as the Marga or the Enchantress. And when a woman, or when a woman I should say, starts uh, to really take notice of her cycle and the way in which she feels and acts during these different phases of the physical moon and personal moon times, we start to become more connected to our womb space and the world around us and how we can work more effectively in our lives. If you happen to bleed on a new moon, it can often be referred to as a white moon. And if you're bleeding on the full moon, it's known as a red moon. And when you happen to fall in sync with one of these rhythms, it's a little extra exciting, but don't get yourself too caught up. The main thing is that I want you to bring emphasis within this podcast is to body awareness and cycle awareness. So wherever you are in your own personal moon cycle, use that magic and that power for exactly where you are right now. So start noticing your cycle and see where else your magnificent moon time takes you. There's so much more depth to bring to this topic of our moon time. And over time, I will be bringing more of this to the Wisdom Gateway. So do stay tuned for further insights on future podcasts. Womb wisdom and harnessing our inner power as a woman is really close to my heart and it's getting more airplay these days than in former years. And as women, we are reconnecting to our wombs, to our cycles and life as a woman in modern day. And it's exciting. So it's my hope from this podcast that it may bring you more body awareness as well as cosmic awareness of what's going on within and around you throughout every phase, every month. I will now take you on an inner journey. So get comfortable and let the adventures within begin. get comfortable and do whatever you need to do to relax and center yourself allowing your body to relax with each and every breath breathing nice and deeply into your body and exhaling and releasing fully nice deep breaths in and out that's excellent each breath takes you deeper and deeper allowing you to sink into that quiet still place inside of you 
Imagine yourself now outside in the night sky. You can feel the temperature of the air on your skin, noticing whether it's cool or whether it's warm and just relaxing with however the air feels to you. I invite you to notice your surroundings out in nature and allow yourself to gaze up at the night sky above you, taking in the sparkling stars shining brightly overhead and adjusting your eyes to suit the dark night sky. In this moment, allow yourself to tune into the moon's energies. No matter what the current actual phase of the moon is in reality, in this moment, I want you to focus your inner attention and intuition to the phase of the moon that is presenting to you overhead in the night sky. Use your imagination. Make it as real as you can. How does the moon appear to you? Is it full and luminous? Or is it new in a complete state of darkness? Or perhaps there is a sliver shining above. What phase of the moon is being presented to you now? Allow this to be seen in your mind's eye. And if the moon above had a message for you, what might it be? What is it that Grandmother Moon, way up in the distance above you, is trying to share with your soul? If you knew what the message was, allow it to pour forward for you now. Receive that message. That's excellent. And now let that go. Just let that go. Now this time I would like you to focus your attention upon your womb. You may even wish to place your hands connecting you to your sacred chalice within. Notice how your body feels and connect within. And if you are aware of your current phase in your menstrual cycle, where are you? Are you in winter, currently bleeding? Or for those in your crone years, is this where you are in accordance with the current physical moon above? Or are you in the time of spring, bursting with maiden energy? Or perhaps you are currently ovulating in the mothering phase of summer. Or maybe you're in the time of autumn, premenstrual in the time of the enchantress. If you know the current phase of your cycle, tune into this now. And if perhaps you do not physically know what phase you are in, 
just use your intuition and let that be your guide. And in doing so, I invite you to connect to your wisdom, the wisdom of your womb. And if your womb had a message to share with you in this moment, what would that be? Just relax and allow any words of womb wisdom to flow. That's excellent. And now allow these to release and let go. The energies of Grandmother Moon, together with your womb wisdom and the moon cycles, are a powerful spiritual tool enabling you to manifest your dreams, to ask yourself questions, and to give more purpose and direction in your life. This is all available to you and for you. I invite you to look up and gaze at the sky once more and allow a little daylight to start coming into your vision. As you start to wriggle your fingers, wriggling your toes and starting to bring yourself back to normal waking awareness. You are a beautiful woman of the world in each and every phase and cycle of the moon. Honour this, embrace this and love all these aspects of you. So be it, and so it is. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Wisdom Gateway. For further insights, feel welcome to connect with me at sacredwellness.net. Or if you physically live in my hometown of Adelaide, South Australia, and would like to have a consultation with me for womb healing or to receive the right of the womb, feel welcome to get in touch. Until next time, from my heart to yours, take care. Thank you.